Welcome into the Dad Verb Podcast. On this episode, we are going to be covering off on some awkward parenting scenarios and uh, getting our takes on how we would approach certain situations. Now, not all of them are going to be awkward. Some of them are just like, you know, actual problems uh, that one of which is like actually happening right now. And we're going to get the guy's take on them. As usual, I am joined by Ben Brown, Andrew Saunders. Ben is back with us. Been a little bit of a hiatus, but he's finally back. Uh, Ben. What's good, man? What you been up to? Uh, traveling with the kids. Um, so the last couple of weeks, well, the last week, basically, we record on Sunday. So I was out Sunday to Sunday uh, on a long family road trip vacation. Took the two kids to Disney World for my daughter's first birthday, um, which was great. It was uh, we spent nine, like nine or ten days, I think, traveling. So uh, between our home savannah georgia disney world for six days i think uh and then back through to savannah uh and then back home so it was uh it was really good it was a fantastic trip that's awesome man kids were kids were fairly fairly well behaved throughout yeah kids were good um you know as you expect disney world is uh overly stimulating for all children and parents so you know you're gonna have your uh your moments where things don't go the way you want them to, and you just got to roll with it and figure it out and, uh, you know, make it as, make the best of it as, as much as you can. Dude, we got our, uh, we got our Disney trip planned in a couple months here and not, not to brag, but paid for the flight for the flight and hotel zero dollars. So all on points, baby. So yeah, man, it's, uh, I'm learning. I'm like really learning the power of like, uh, the sign up bonuses for these, like MX Gold, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a couple others, we got like a Chase card as well. I'm like, dude, points are amazing, man. <laughs> I freaking love it. And uh, just air yeah, miles. So we're like, dude, this is it. This is it. This is our time to uh, to get this done. So that, I mean, that's just for the. We, we still got to pay for the actual like theme park itself. Yeah. So we got to figure that out. So. <laughs> oh yeah. And then the food and all that. Oh, it's just gonna run them up. Yep. But uh, no, we're we're excited. Oh, for that it's trip. expensive. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Is the magic lost yeah. on Disney? Let us know in the comments because I'm I'm hearing uh, some parents who are thinking it's it's not worth it anymore. It's not worth it. I I, I happen to think it's worth it absolutely. So we're we're, we're excited for it. Um, but uh, as usual, we like to start with our sick checks. It's always a miracle if all of our families can be healthy all together. Um, we're actually doing okay on my end. What uh, what say ye? Uh, you guys get any uh, any bugs while you were traveling, Ben? Uh, yes, we, mm. we all, well, the kids were sick when we left. Yeah. Um, kind of just getting over a cold. My wife and I got something while we were traveling. I mean, it hit us, but it was like kind of a, we knew we were coming down with something, but then by Thursday night on our trip, which actually also happened to be our rest day, we ended up with like both having fevers and chills for like 18 hours. We just got super sick got through it and woke up the next morning and we're like basically fine. Damn. Um, but that's why as of the recording of this episode, everybody's healthy. Nobody has any colds. We're all over it and kind of on the tail end of everything, man. Let's hope that that, that holds through, man. Nice. That's uh, yeah. that sucks. That it's like a, I mean, it sucks to get sick in general, but when it's a quick little burner like that, it's uh, I don't know, somewhat of a relief. So hopefully yeah, you're could good. Have been worse. The Saunders is good as usual. Uh, the kids are good. The wife is good. I've got a throat 
tickle dry nose situation oh, going that's on a first here it is it's here not, it is it's not debilitating it's just like <laughs> uh, uh, uh. so oh, man. Um, you know who knows it, it probably depends on how much i snore tonight if i'll be breathing <laughs> properly tomorrow um, a tickle for saunders is yeah. is is a pretty big deal right there huh? it so. is it's quite <laughs> annoying considering i'm oh, usually yeah. not sick at all um, I have a little runny well, nose. Like I think I've just got a sinus thing going on, but I'll <laughs> I'll go with failure. Check. Uh this uh this episode is going to be interesting. So I got these guys are not prepared for a couple of the scenarios that I have, uh, a lot of which came either from Reddit or BuzzFeed or whatever, but uh the first one I want to talk about is something that's actually happening to uh to my in-laws right now. Uh brother-in-law, sister-in-law. So this week alone, their son uh smashed uh two tvs right whoa uh so Ooh. yeah so so here so here's the deal so like the first the first tv uh it's like well it's like in their living room and it's it's mm-hmm. like low right so they've got like this media console thing it's a little bit like shallower a little bit lower to the ground and the tv mm-hmm. is mounted right above it so if you're sitting on a couch it's like per- it's like perfectly eye level right and uh it's, so it's not too too far off the ground but within reach of the of their kiddo and and lately um their uh their kiddo has been very tantrumy uh to, and and the way that he expresses these tantrums is he would just grab whatever's closest and just chuck it as hard as he can and just full randy johnson it right into drywall or what have you uh and in this case went into a tv Ooh. right tv Ooh. number one so what they did they took the TV from the bedroom and they, you know, they, they kind of shuffled the broken TV into their garage to deal with a little bit later. Took the one from the bedroom, put it into their living room, right? Mm-hmm. Then, like Ben, they went on vacation, right? While on vacation, they got a call through another tantrum. That TV also toast. I think oh. that happened yesterday. So they get home and it's really frustrating. So there's a lot of layers to yeah. this problem okay so and mm-hmm. and and ben being our uh our stoic philosopher here right this is this is <laughs> something that i do want to feel uh i want to feel to you my, my dude because on one hand right you have the situation of like you got the tantrums right and how he right. expresses the tantrums is and and again full context you're not going to have all the information here okay but right. the, ultimately this ladders up to the question what would you do with the limited information that you have right but because I don't have all the information, but general story on mm-hmm. one level, you've got a kid who has tantrums who just likes to throw things. That, that's just the way he right. expresses. He gets super pissed. I don't, I don't know about what, but he gets pissed and that's how he expresses it. Right now. Now, you know, for me, especially as dad, he was like, damn it, you broke the TV. What the hell? Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. like super frustrating because like, obviously that's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. The first right. one was a 65 inch or second one's a 55 inch. Right. And they're good TVs or Samsung, you know, they're, you know, they're not like just created a $1,200 problem minimum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now, but here's the thing though, you would, you would hear on social media, kind of like these gentle parenting people who are very much kind of like, really, you're going to get mad about that. Won't you care mm. more about your child? Huh? What you think a $1,200 TV is more valuable than the mm. child's life and the lessons that you can teach him i was like well no but like like a little bit (laughs) you know like like this is a lot of therapy later in life yeah (laughs) so i mean like obviously it's a tv it's replaceable it's you know maybe a thousand dollar problem a problem that you don't like to have it but it's still like that sucks 
But then, yeah, uh, but, but a thousand dollar problem for some parents is a big problem. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, we were like talking not- about this before the show, right? The pediatrician right. is starting to ask the, can you afford food question? Mm-hmm. And to, right. to lose a thousand dollar TV might not be replaceable. Right. right. And whether you like it or not, uh, we can say, oh, we don't do screen, so it's not even a problem. <laughs> well, like, sorry, but like Bluey is a big, you know, Cocoa Melon or whatever you have, you know, that's a big part of a lot of families' life. Okay. It's, mm-hmm. it's a part of, you know, t- TV. It's how you kick back with your spouse after, after you know, after kids down. So, in hearing this, let's start with Ben. What's your approach? You know, and, and obviously there's, you're, guys, anyone who's listening to this podcast, I, and I've, I've, gotten dms of all the range of them right there are mm-hmm. kinds of like gentle it's like well here's the situation blah blah blah. and you've got others like you beat him and it, until he and, and <laughs> until he learns and then and it's like so it's like oh <laughs> you know uh it's easy right no uh, right. that's i don't think that's that's where we're at i don't think there's actually no. an easy solution to this there isn't there isn't yeah. but that's why i want to talk to you guys okay i, I want to start with ben hearing this again you have limited information yeah. What are your thoughts about approaching this situation? Tantrum I mean, kid. I, I think this one's tough. Uh, you know, tantrums are always rooted in something, right? Like there, right. there's something happening. Now, how he's expressing that tantrum is by throwing things. Mm-hmm. There has to be some sort of like, first of all, yeah, it sucks. The TVs are broken. Like, can I say that I would not react negatively or i wouldn't yell or i wouldn't like just be super pissed that you just smashed you know a 65 inch tv like yeah i'm gonna be pissed about that especially in the moment like your kid throws something and they break the tv like there's no way you don't react to that in some yeah borderline blow up fashion like you're gonna get heated no matter what like that's a that sucks yeah instant reaction but right but once you get to a point where you're you know, calm down enough about the broken thing or whatever. And again, two TVs, that sucks even worse. That's tough to deal with. I think the the way I would look at it is the tantrum has to be rooted in something. So first of all, what's the root cause of the problem? Is it that the TV's on and I'm not paying attention to my kid? Is it that he just isn't getting the right amount or type of attention? Is it misdirected energy? Right. Mm -hmm. Like we're watching too much TV and he's not getting enough like physical play, exercise, wrestling, he, she, whoever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Are they not getting enough physical engagement that they can get that energy out, get that aggression out, especially boys? Like I think we discount the idea that like boys naturally have a lot of aggression and need to get it out like play fighting is a great way to keep my son from having tantrums. Like yeah. we need to wrestle and throw him around and like, just have that physical contact. And so are they not getting enough of that? And then two, if they're going to have these tantrums, like especially around, I think it's like three or four. Um, I, I was reading of this article about kids have this like big leap in their vent and their <clears throat> brain development i think they call it like the limbic leap right where they have all these emotions they're starting to get all the emotions of adults they have no tools to control it Hmm. and so there has to be a way and a process for teaching them how to redirect that anger Mm -hmm. it's like for our son there was a while where he went through like a hitting phase like i think a lot of kids go through this where they'll just they don't know anything else to do they'll hit they'll bite they'll they'll do something physical to just try and get this feeling out right because to them this is 
fight or flight. Like to them, this feels like a life or death situation. They don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so for him, we looked at like, he got these like little squishy stars. So when he got mad, he could take these toys cause he wanted to throw stuff, but we made sure he had stuff he could throw that mm-hmm. wasn't going to damage something in the house or hurt us. So it gave him some kind of physical outlet to say like, I can squeeze these, I can make a fist, I can throw them. Do you have that like Without every room anything. though? Like, like, yeah, you know, I mean, they're cheap. They're like little, I don't know. They're, they're like stress 50 balls. cents. They're yeah. They're like balls. little, yeah. little yeah. foam stress balls, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. But to a, you know, a two year old, a three year old who is having issues dealing with their anger, it's something they can pick up really quickly. Yeah. And you as a parent see that and kind of go, all right, I know they're, they're mad. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I know how, what are we dealing with? Like, it's not, sadness or whatever like they're they're pissed about something and we need to figure out the root cause and how to deal with it yep yep it's uh you know you bring up a lot of good points and like knowing this kiddo personally i mean yeah maybe there there are a couple of things for sure that uh that are out there yeah it's um i've mean, seen it even at my house like uh he often he likes with cars a lot you know and he'll have a car mm-hmm. and something will set him off and he's got like you know like a what like a, like a larger like Tonka truck or like a little garbage truck that's you know sizable, and something will set him off and he's in, and he's in the middle of plank and he has it in his hand and he'll just go ahead and just huck it at something. Luckily, it's never like damaged mm. anything yet, uh, but right. it's you know it's tough because he's you know I I'd say he's always been kind of a tantrumy kid, um and uh, and it's it's tough you know um good parents you know uh but it's. Uh, yeah, I guess there is a, a deeper thing there that, that needs to be identified. I, Saunders, like y- you hearing this, I yep. mean, beat I mean, him I, now. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no I'm not going to go that bad. <laughs> no. Honestly, I'm going with more of the TV stays right where it is. You broke it. And everyone suffers. Let it sit there for six weeks. Let mm-hmm. him like, I've got a phone. I'll watch all my stuff on my phone, right? Mom's got a phone. I wouldn't have moved the one from the bedroom down. I would have gone with, nope, this is mom and dad's TV. You broke your TV, right? I I should have said, for context, he's going from two to three, two to three years old, by the way. That's a key age thing. I forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. Continue your thought. He may or may not get the the consequence context, right? Exactly. I don't think they're processing that consequence yet. I can like, tell how you, come it's not on? What the hell's wrong with you? My two-year-old yeah. is is starting yeah. to get consequence. I mean, she just turned two, and I think we've very much stressed like you do this, this happens in mm-hmm. her life, and so she's mm-hmm. she gets that on some level. It's not perfect, and she still throws tantrums. And I'm not sitting here saying like she she gets it. She under like, but she also understands like she finds something on the floor. It is trash. It can go in the trash can, right? And I have yet to find anything in the trash that wasn't trash. So mm-hmm. she, she's mm-hmm. figured out those correlations. Right. Um, but we've started doing when I see her getting into that tantrumy mode, she'll go yep. stand in the corner, right? Go face the white wall. It's boring. Have mm-hmm. your emotion. Or we do the, uh, we're working on breaths, take a big mm-hmm. breath. And ben the, has see, chat about this a yep. while. Just and and when her. you do it yourself as a parent and the kids kind of latch onto it and yep. kind of emulate that, yep. that's a good We're doing a, a lot of those. Sure. Um, yep. I'm trying to think of what else we've got. We've we've started throwing things at our little sister 
Uh, so mm. far, they're oh. light and small. But the first time she <laughs> threw like a rubber ball, I grabbed it and I threw it at her forehead and got her just good enough that she got knocked backwards like her little sister. And she was like, I go, that's why we don't throw things at people. And she kind of went, okay. She hasn't done it since, right? right. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, mean, I, I didn't wing her like we were playing dodgeball at 40 years yeah. old. Okay, people, I hit her hard enough in the forehead that she got it. It you was know, not. I, I've tried the the consequence thing. I kind of, I guess it depends on the kid, the way they process and learn. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different for everyone. But I think, right. you know, I've tried the, you know, like this happens, now that happens. I think yep. our older one understand it a little bit more, but over time they kind of like forget. So they got to be reminded through it very mm-hmm. situationally. Our our younger, our middle one, that's just not how we learn. That's just not how we he operate. Do, he doesn't get it. It, it. No, it just like does not process consequence. Uh, yep. yeah, so it's just, I don't know. So we've been working on like it a, a lot. What's that? We've been working on it a lot. Like, yeah. um, uh, like dinner time now. Yeah. We're starting to work on that. No, you don't get, we, she calls food yum yums. Right. So you don't get more yum yums if you don't eat your dinner. Like yeah. there, there is no snack later or or you can't have a piece of dad's chocolate or whatever. Cause, right. mm-hmm. And then it'll be. But here's your plate that's like two hours old and still cold. You can have that. And she started to get the like, OK, I can go back to my dinner food if mm-hmm. I'm still hungry. And she's starting to get picky. Like she likes pepperonis. But she doesn't like cheese with marinara, but she likes bread with marinara. But she likes all the pizza if I can get it on one slice in her size. Like it's <laughs> it's very interesting to watch this child feed. Um well anyway. Guys, uh if you guys are are you know, tantrums are it's gonna be an ongoing topic that we're probably gonna cover on here and there because mm-hmm. it's just that's just part of life. That's just what we're all as parents are gonna just gonna have to continue dealing with. It's extremely frustrating. It's like, man, I and there's just so many different scenarios and types of kids that they have to like you know navigate and it's a really tough thing but um if you guys have any thoughts on that or you guys have any situations like that just share let us know uh i, I would recommend ever, what's that i would recommend your in-laws mount the tv higher on the wall i i think that 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 is where they're trying to there's like a mantle and now they're going to go a little yeah. bit higher but that said there is one time in our house we got a high mantle and he he threw something and he got a little to bit get high and we're like jeez man <laughs> oh here we go it's so it's uh it's always, i mean it's always point, stressful it's it might be stressful. worth removing the ammunition, right? Like there's simple. It's toys, though, man. Why are you going to remove toys? You know, it's tough. You want to throw stuff? You get plushy toys that don't fly far. Here's a wiffle ball. Like Pokemon good luck winging that across the house. Pokemon plushies. There, I got. I, yeah. I got a way to weasel Pokemon in. All right, guys. Uh, I want to go into the next question. This is probably a little bit lighter, but it's yeah. awkward, right? Okay, we usually buy green or yellow kinds of apples that my husband and I like. Our son likes red apples more, but he almost never eats them, so they go bad. We're on a walk one day. I only have my keys with me, no wallet. We walk past a fruit vendor, and there were red apples there. I said, my son, my son says in a miserable voice, I wish I could eat an apple. It's probably so tasty. At least one. I wish we had money. <laughs> I felt terrible wow. and embarrassed. What would you do? <laughs> that was uh, some lady on Facebook who posted. <laughs> so in a moment, you know, you're a good parent, but in that one moment, your kid on a very public setting suddenly makes you feel or makes everyone around you, gives them the impression wow. that that they're starved, you don't treat them well, you don't give them fruit, they're poor, you know, all that stuff. In that moment, is that just something that you're just like, 
Uh, you just roll off like whatever. No one cares. Is that a teaching moment for your kid? <laughs> what do you do? Depending on the age of this child, that is a learned behavior by somebody else in the family, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That is a mm. that is a repeated emotional manipulation. That is not mm. a cognizant thought by a under ten year old. It's under- definitely an uh, yeah. I think this is definitely sounds like and, an older kid. Uh, yeah, like. I, that's I just pure like manipulation. Eight. Like, yeah, that is. Like, that is. That would, you know, if if this was a teenager in my life, I'd be like, well, you're not eating dinner tonight. How do you feel about them apples? Like, <laughs> just is that is that something that you just roll off though, and you just kind of like whatever? It's a, you know, it's not going to happen again. Or is that something that requires a little bit of discipline and 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 uh, and, and some talking to? Or is that one just off, a funny moment? One-off funny comment where I feel like crap for being a parent. Good on you, kid. You got one. Repeated <laughs> comment in public. Yeah. That's a discipline discussion because that is not appropriate to make people in public think I I don't feed you, right? Like, okay. I got does, you. Does that make sense? Like, it's a very delicate line to play, but. I got you. I think that's ben, very yeah. much like a, oh, you got me. Good job, right. little Johnny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't do it again. I know, like knowing yeah, my I kids, I just I, I don't know. To me, it it it. I, you're right. If it was like a repeated thing, then they, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I'm just I'm coming from it from the context of my kids, and it just like I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would be an ongoing issue. So in my head, it's just a one-off comment. So mm-hmm. I probably just kind of let that roll, uh, and just let that be a funny story for the archives. Not not uh, enough context on this Facebook post. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Here's a, here's a different one though. All right. Um. This is a little bit more innocent, but still like, uh, okay, we're in a bus with my daughter. It's early in the morning. There are a lot of people. Lady comes in. She didn't smell too good. Daughter says very loudly, wow, that lady stinks. I told her, she's not an animal. Don't say stink. She said, well, she stinks like an animal. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there you wow. go. So now, that, now that's not learned. Beha- that's an innocent thing. It's like they call it as it is. That's a young right. kid thing. That's a three, four, five-year-old, you know, three, three, four-year-old impulsive, no filter moment. You have a couple layers there. There's like a teaching like, hey, here's how we, <laughs> you know, like approach a public situation. Here's what we say. Here's what we don't say. And then there's the actual like, uh, you know, the offender and then the, the, the victim. Right of this one, <laughs> of this vitriol spewed by a three-year-old. Do you? I mean, in my head, it's just a quick apology. Like, I am so sorry. Or, or like, do you mitigate it? Do you just kind of like you actually smell fantastic? Uh, I'm so sorry, and then you kind of excuse yourself, or you just kind of like, I'm sorry. There's a situation, but I'm gonna go, and then and then you leave. You know? Do you do you do you kind of like? let that float and let them chew on that and under and and or or do you uh do you kind of like do you walk away i don't know that's that's like a fight or flight kind of a thing and i'm more i'm more flight in that situation i would just take my kin just like "Ah, we're gonna go to the back of the bus i mean i I think for me it's one do they actually smell or this is just like a heavily perfumed human right like, like, there's mm-hmm. a difference between I work the perfume counter at Macy's and I assume, always smell like smell like a booty. Just right, just, yeah, yeah. And then if it's the latter one, you know, from the mouths of babes, like, just <laughs> like I'm not going to invalidate this perfectly reasonable statement, right? 
I will have the conversation later about, hey, we don't say things like that in public. But right, right. Mm-hmm. You walk by me and you stink, and my five year old goes, "You smell." I'm gonna go with. Couldn't have said it any better. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, the, look, it's public. Okay, there are rules. There are decency issues, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Not everybody I, has the opportunity to bathe daily. I understand yeah, there I, are I situations. That's the thing is but, like, that's that's <laughs> your that it is a teachable moment, right? It's, um, you know, whether it's cultural or it's access to hygiene, it's teaching your kid like, okay, I get what you're saying, right? You know, but I've gone to give my kid a, you know, a hug good night. And he's told me how bad I smell before. Cause I like just worked out and I went upstairs to like, go say good night. And he goes, dad, you stink. Right. I'm like, cool, right. man. Love you too. See you in the morning. <laughs> right. um, but at the same time, it's like, you do have that opportunity to talk to your kid about okay one we probably shouldn't call this out in public because it's embarrassing for that other person it doesn't make them feel good right two maybe they don't have the same resources that we do where you get to take a bath every day and i get to take a shower every day and don't smell bad right and so having that conversation is part of it and then it's like if it becomes an issue, then it's like your kid's kind of turning into a bully where they're like, all right, right we gotta, right. we gotta talk through this and like, okay, why are you calling out things from everybody else? Cause again, like you said, Andrew, a lot of these are learned behaviors. Like it doesn't come right. out of nowhere. Yeah. So is there someone in your life that's, that's setting that example? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then Ver- how do you change it? Abusive. So they're not right. Yeah. Right. And how do you change that? So they turn out to be a decent human being. Right. 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 But I mean, right, so, for, for me, yeah, it's a, I mean, if they stink, the they moment, stink. Though, There's nothing wrong with it. Right. But I would say none of that is an in the moment on the bus conversation. No, that is all. Yeah. A, we've gotten off the bus. Okay, we are that, somewhere else. Was, okay. We are having the conversation about what they said in the moment. I'm backing the kid 100 percent and going, you got a Rudy Tooty stinky booty. And, and, then, uh, <laughs> and you shouldn't be on the bus like or and then or and then please sit adjacent to a window. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's kind of like when the school teacher comes after your kid, right? You defend the kid even if the kid's wrong. When you get home, you correct the action. You don't let the school teacher bully your kid. Like, does that make sense? Like, anyway. So uh, let let me go to this last one. Okay, this is the last one. This is a little bit more serious. We don't have teenagers. We don't have older kids. But this is is, uh, is tougher, okay? So, um, uh, well, actually, this isn't particularly a teenager, but a slightly older kid. This, this is a story that came out of Reddit. Okay. My mother got called by the school for my younger sister when she was six or seven because she showed up at school with a black guy. Principal. Mm-hmm. Principal calls says, hey, Miss H, I think we have an issue with your daughter's cousin, Rebecca. And the mom says, she doesn't have a cousin named Rebecca. Principal says, all right, I'll get back to you. Fifteen minutes later, principal calls back. Uh, Miss H, I think we've gotten to the bottom of things. It seems like your son's girlfriend is the issue. Mom says, my son's been in London for several months out of this country. Principal says, I think you should come in. Mother arrives at my sister's school under heavy suspicion of being a child abuser. She takes one look at my sister and says, wipe that stuff off now. What the girl had done, six or seven years old, had done is taken mascara, painted it, painted her black eye on herself. And when asked why she would do such a thing, she replied, I wanted to see how everyone would react. So you've mm. got uh, 
painting a black eye, which causes suspicion, alarms are being raised that you, the parent, are now beating the kid. They're making up a lot of stories just, you know, uh, about a cousin doing this, brother's girlfriend doing something, Mm. now the mom doing it, right? That becomes serious because now that actually impacts you as kind of like, like, hold on, hold on. This could become like a legal thing very quickly, you know, like child services can be called on me. And it's like, this is now. So it's a a joke. It's It's an experiment on one hand but one with like consequences that could actually be like real. Right. I, I'm calling into question this principal who couldn't recognize mascara on a kid. <laughs> assume, like, assume that, a, that they are. Right. Let's just assume that like, all right. Uh, all right. Like, like fine. a six year old applying good enough face paint. They watched a really good TikTok on how to apply it, makeup. Yeah, like, and boy, oh boy, did they nail it. Let's just like assume <laughs> that. All right. Uh, like, the situation itself, the kid trying to play mind games of I'm getting beat and I want to see what's mm-hmm. happening. That sounds quite alarming. Funny mm-hmm. in some contexts, but alarming, right? Like like we talked about before, it's a learned behavior, but this is more than just, uh, you know, a TV kind of getting chipped off, broken. This is more than just like uh, a bus passenger being offended because they might smell bad. This I is mean, like, you know. I can give you one that I know all the details too. That's very similar. Okay. Tell me, um, let's go with that. So teenage daughter of best friend, uh, sends a message to her male school counselor, person, class, okay. um, asking for advice on how to deal with a, um, a love interest that is not reciprocated. Okay. So she's getting a ride home. She got pressured into a kiss. She didn't know how to deal with it. She didn't talk to her dad. She didn't talk to her mom. She didn't talk to her stepmom. She went to this male teacher. He immediately did all the right things, right? Mm-hmm. I cannot have the conversation with you. Let's get so-and-so involved. It was three people. Then mom and dad get involved. At some mm-hmm. point in this process, the sheriff is now at the school dealing with very similar scenario, right? misunderstanding now this happened to her this was like an unwanted advance by a peer right and the school did everything right in this scenario mom wanted to pursue charges and the school the daughter the father the sheriff and the other kids parents are like look we've all talked about it the kids are fine Mm -hmm. we all have a good understanding let's let it go okay and Again, I think same scenario, right? This is not, in my opinion, in both scenarios, the school did all the right things in responding. Yeah. But once mm-hmm. the parents said, not your issue, let it go, walk away. Right, let's, right, right. Let's use the, let's use the external system. And yeah. that got really heated and awkward very quickly because mom, non-custodial mother mm-hmm. in a divorce, was pushing for charges to be filed. So, okay, so on the first story, you've got a kid who's just kind of like who manipulating likes to test the, the waters. Exactly, yep. manipulate. The second one doesn't sound like it's manipulating. The second one sounds more like no, but there's a real situation that happens. It's the, the, I guess the similarity in my head is the school reacting to the nth degree okay. instead, of, instead of looking at the 9,000 things between 
here and the police, right? Right, right. And so, so the thing, the thing about the first situation is, in that situation, you as the parents are you're like the threat is coming from you, right? Right. Potentially, and that's mm-hmm. the concern. How, in one hand, do you? Basically say, I'm innocent. Like, nothing happened. Well, oh, obviously. It's mascara right. on the kid's face. That right. wasn't me, obviously. But, like, how do you approach that situation with your kid? Because, like, that could potentially brew to something bigger and deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think your kid has to understand the seriousness of what they're doing. And <clears throat> even at six or seven years old, like, you have to understand the consequences of that type of manipulation, right? Because that can very quickly, like if there is not a consequence for that, that can very quickly turn into, well, I didn't really get in trouble for this. Yeah. So like, what's to say I can't say something more serious or, you know, something down the line where the lying doesn't, is more impactful right? Like it impacts somebody else's life, your life, um, or even your custody of your children. Yeah. Um, you know, the challenge here, I think is that again, this all comes back to learned behaviors. Like where did this kid figure out that? Well, if I do this, if I show up with a black eye, black eye, right. Mm -hmm. Then somebody's going to get in trouble. So either is this like, an interesting attempted like revenge on your parents for, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe they made you go to bed earlier, yeah. took something away from so, you or whatever. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine at that age that there are too many dire consequences in your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But where could you have figured out how to use and manipulate a system mm-hmm. right. to potentially get someone in very real trouble. Right. And this is something we've seen, you know, I feel like a lot in society is people manipulating a system and saying, I'm in danger, even though they're not Not. really in danger to potentially really have real world impact and consequences on another person. Right. And that's the Um, conversation. And that's what I think is so important for us as parents is to understand that. Now, the bigger thing that I and I don't know the answer to this, maybe you guys don't know the answer to this. And that's why it's like the whole point of is is like to open the conversation. But like, what is that consequence? Like, what is an appropriate consequence? Because when it comes to that, my the understanding for me is that whatever a consequence is for an action, a behavior that you're trying to correct, it needs to be correlated. Uh, So like, for example, like if, if they're not. I don't know if they're not finishing their broccoli that can't always equate to like, okay, then we're never going to to Disney ever again, you know, because like, that's like, why is Disney and broccoli disproportional consequences? Yeah. They need to be natural and related. Right. Exactly. So I, and I don't, again, I don't know the answer to this, but when you hear something like that, I was like, okay, this is a behavior that we need to stop, you know, Mm. because now we more. I think the bigger, the, the, the biggest thing is manipulation, Right. What yeah, is an appropriate consequence for that? Yeah, but I think as, I don't even think question. the consequences is the the <clears throat> should be the focus. Yeah, the focus should be on where did that behavior come from, <clears throat> right? Yeah, the consequence yeah. is punitive, effectively. Yes. So the question in my head is not 
what am I going to punish my child for doing for putting me in this weird situation? Right. It's why did my child do that? Think that that was a way to get attention. No. Mm -hmm. And where did they Mm -hmm. learn that this is how you get attention? Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe Mm -hmm. the other next question is what is actually going on? What is the underlying reason they are seeking this, this level kind of, of attention right yeah <laughs> right that's true that's a better way of <laughs> you could, yeah uh well that, right? that's actually and a really good way to to do it the, the focus not being on the consequence but on yeah on the root problem yeah, on the behavior Be- because yeah. that and behavior think, is definitely attention seeking right yeah mm-hmm. it is it is i mean and that being said right flipping this whole scenario on the coin there mm-hmm. is there is in my opinion still the overreaction by the school right where you obviously have a child who is lying right and Mm -hmm. they couldn't identify mascara (laughs) well right and no one not even the school nurse took a cotton swab and then let me this is fake right yeah so like i feel like the scenario might have some some missing pieces or holes or right let's check the source reddit it could be entirely fake right Um, right but also, the, I don't think consequences come into it all. Like, I don't think the end of this should be you're grounded for a week for pulling that off, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The end of this, the consequence might be, okay, we're going to talk about this in counseling with the yeah. guidance counselor for the next two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Or we're mm-hmm. going to go in to do counseling once a month, or, right? Like, yeah, the right, consequence right. is sounds, helping It sounds you. like a therapy situation, to be right. quite honest. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and- so, you know, interesting combo uh, for this episode. It's cool because, you know, I think across a majority of, of all of these, it's uh, it's less about, you know, what you do in reaction to a certain situation, but more about hmm. where did was the root of that situation in the first place and how can right. we go back and address that? Uh, so as opposed to, um, you know, treating the symptom more treating right. the uh the root cause so uh cool combo um if you guys have any thoughts on this <laughs> please share them uh through either dm or in the comment section of our youtube video uh and uh you know we, we appreciate you tuning in for another episode whether that's through youtube through uh spotify through apple or wherever you get your podcasts i i always have to remind myself that this is not just a visual thing but it is uh, it is an audio podcast but for those of you who continue to tune into the dad verb podcast through the dad verb youtube channel we really appreciate that any sort of comments are greatly appreciated and very much welcome uh that'll do it for this week's episode of the adverb podcast check the links in the show notes uh or the youtube description if you want to join us on discord uh, and you can visit dadverb.com for courses uh, from pregnancy up through year one of fatherhood as always thanks for listening and we will catch you on the next one peace